0: But I think that these places really really want to engage younger people and so hopefully by showing your interest maybe it'll prompt them to think about that.
1: Hello and welcome to Hang It which is a new online platform where four young curators try to navigate the art world and build a community through conversations with friendly people. My name is Annie and today I'm going to be talking to the wonderful Debbie Mineru to find out what her job is in the art world and how she got there. So hi, Debbie. How Hello. are you this wonderful Saturday?
0: I'm very well, enjoying the sun streaming in through my window.
1: <laughs> so really, just to start off, the first thing that we want to know is, where do you work? What do you do? and you know, what does a day in the life of Debbie look
0: like? So my job at the moment is I'm admin and research assistant um, at one which is really exciting, and so that really involves two sides, which are kind of obvious from the job title, so admin and research, and the admin side is more kind of assisting uh, the director's executive assistant, so that would involve kind of filing invoices, dealing with the post, um, fielding emails, um, and that kind of thing. And then on the research side, it's been really interesting, actually. So I've been looking into how uh, Tate uses their collection, um, also into um, the blockbuster model and all things like that, just to see what Tate's doing now and, um, I guess, asking questions about what Tate will look like in the future. And that's all kind of fed through the director.
1: And that director is the incredible Francis Morris, director of Tate Modern specifically. But am I right in thinking that you started your job right in the middle of lockdown, right? So you actually haven't been in the office very much?
0: Yeah, exactly. So when I first applied for this job in January, I think that the job description was quite different to what it's ended up being because I started in April in the middle of lockdown, as you said. and, um, And so a lot of the research I guess has been informed by that so especially during the first lockdown it was really this moment of pause and to think about what the future should look like and it was I think quite a unique opportunity to to make some big changes.
1: I don't know if this is an easy question to answer but what's the thing that um in your job you have been enjoying the most and maybe something that you don't enjoy so much?
0: Mm -hmm. Um so I think the thing I've been enjoying the most um is probably um just some of the some of the research I've been doing has been really interesting and um, kind of pulling together different statistics about the collection I've really enjoyed and another one of my colleagues um, is a collection displays assistant and so it's the kind of same level as me and we've, we've been working together quite a lot on pulling together those statistics and I've really enjoyed that yeah and I think I've just been really lucky because the admin side of my job is probably the thing I like least um a lot of kind of junior roles in the arts are very admin focused so I felt like I've been really lucky that this combines it with research um yeah that's something that I've been really happy to do.
1: I'd also be interested to hear what it kind of is like to work in a massive public institution and like for somebody who's thinking about going into the art world um what might they need to know in advance about like what mm-hmm. that might mean to work in a big institution um and the kind of way in which your job might might be different from working in that space
0: so just say like, I, I well I did like a short internship in a commercial gallery but it was very different um but yeah I I think working for a really big institution is really different it's amazing because Tate modern for example is able to put on these really amazing exhibitions and has this incredible collection that you're Um, working indirectly with in my case um, which is just really exciting Um, and also then you have people who are really like experts in what they do in all different fields um. but equally when you work for a big public institution or any public institution there's a lot more um, barriers to what you can do because you know it's publicly funded and it's also a lot less reactive because it's so big um, Tate Modern tends to plan exhibitions three or four years in advance. So before I worked at Tate Modern, I worked briefly for the Migration Museum, um, which is in Lewisham, and it's a really small team, about ten people. I think that you have a lot more, you're able to have a lot more influence on things and have a lot more, um, I guess, responsibility, because because there's fewer of you and you kind of see what happens at all levels. Whereas at Tate, you're kind of a very small fish in a very big pond and sometimes it's difficult to know what's happening in different areas especially when you're in a junior role.
1: So now I think it's quite useful just to hear a little bit about how you ended up where you are because <laughs> um, <laughs> what was your um I know for example that you didn't do history of art for either A level or even for your undergrad um so yeah let our listeners know how you yeah. got to work in an incredible institution like Tate.
0: Yes I think I was always kind of interested in the arts but I decided not to study history of arts. Um, It wasn't available as an A-level at my school and um, I think I was just, um, I didn't really understand what it was even and in the end I decided to study French and um, Italian at the University of Bristol and I just did that because I read the prospectus and it sounded really interesting so um, that was great and it was really varied so it was still art, it was still an arts Subjects, so we still, you know, we did literature and we did history and film and all sorts of things. Um, and then while I was doing my undergraduate degree, the idea of working in the arts kind of was still there somewhere, and um, I tried to get a little bit of experience. Um, so I volunteered for um, a small contemporary art gallery in Bristol called Spike Island, and I did a year abroad um, because I was doing languages. And so, um, yes, yeah, so I did. I worked for a commercial gallery in Paris for a short amount of time as well. Then then I taught for two years at a university in Bordeaux. So when I finished my undergraduate degree, I had no idea really what I was going to do. I was off, <laughs> off to Bordeaux and I worked there for two years. I was thinking about what to do next. I um, had considered doing a master's in history of art Um so I was just kind of Googling that. And then the curating one came up at the at the Courtauld. Um, and when I was looking at history of art at the Courtauld. And I just thought it just sounded, it made so much sense to me. Like when I read the, what was involved, I was like, okay, it's like a more practical thing, which just seemed something that would suit me better. And yeah, then I just applied <laughs> and then I did it. And it was amazing. And there was sense sense. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But you did do an a inter- uh, kind of curatorial placement at Tate Modern during your yes. master's, didn't you?
0: Yeah, as part of the master's, um, all the different students got placed um, at a different London museum or gallery. And so um, I was lucky enough to get placed at Tate Modern and I worked on um, a couple of kind of exhibitions. But you definitely don't need that. But I think that inevitably by doing the MA in curating and then doing that placement, that did really help me get my current job. It does seem with the arts that, you know, it's experience to get experience. Um, and I know that's probably not the kind of message you want to give. What would your advice
1: be to a young person who's worried that they don't have that experience and
0: and how mm-hmm. to get it? So my advice would be, first of all, um, just have a look at wherever you live, um, your local, museum art gallery whatever thing is going on art organization because even if you live somewhere really small and boring um then there will probably still be something happening and just get in touch with whoever it is um who organizes that and see first of all if um if it's a no- if it's a non-profit if it's possible to volunteer i know that's not possible and for everyone um to do that but also just see if they have any kind of free day courses or uh, projects you can get involved with for young people for example but I think that these places really really want to engage younger people and so hopefully by showing your interest they'll either already have set something up which you didn't know about which you get involved with or maybe it'll prompt them to think about that also just not to rule yourself out of things.
1: I think that's really good advice and I think you fail at getting 100% of the jobs you don't apply for.
0: (laughs) No, it's true though.
1: And I think the final thing that we always want to ask everyone and kind of the title of this podcast Mm -hmm. is, do you need
0: a PhD to do what you do? No. To be a curator, you definitely don't need a PhD. I'd say it completely depends as well what you want to curate. Um, So if you want to work at the National Gallery, um, you know, doing 17th century... Dutch painting um then maybe maybe you need a PhD but you don't need a PhD for every job in the arts and you certainly don't need a PhD to go very far.
1: Debbie it has been as always such a pleasure to chat to you if people wanted to find out or follow what you're up to is there somewhere they can find
0: you? Yeah you can follow me on Instagram my handle is dmeniru so that's d-m-e-n-i-r-u and thank you everybody for listening
1: i hope that that was helpful um and as always we will put a glossary of terms and any resources um and links that we've mentioned in the episode on our hang it website and don't forget to follow us on instagram at hang it collective or one word for updates on all of the juicy content and fun new conversations with friendly people debbie thank you so much again thank you